Welcome to New Friends Cinema, where we get to know each other by sharing our favorite movies. From childhood throwbacks to recent comforts, we walk through the stories together. Keep in mind, this podcast contains mad spoilers, and join us at the New New Friends Cinema. Um... Do you want to say it? Do you want to start it? Do, do I? Uh, let's just say hello. Welcome back. Oh, no, this is our first episode. <laughs> hello. 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 Hi. Hi. How well, are you? Welcome to New Friends Cinema. My name is Courtney. And I'm Dakota. And every time we do this, which has only been twice so far, mm. I just stare into your eyes so intensely. Yes that hello hello <laughs> i'm so nervous it's for us yeah and you of um course. this is new friends cinema mm-hmm. if you haven't heard mm-hmm. this is our first official episode in our uh prelude we had a little of an introduction if you will as to what we're gonna do and uh how we're gonna go about each episode so please feel free to listen to that to get yeah. a little bit of we a... don't need to get into it too much yeah yeah so do your homework. <laughs> we, at the end of that episode, we flipped a coin. I flipped a coin badly. I called it. You called it incorrectly. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, I was chosen to be the first person to choose the movie that we walked through, which was a heavy burden, I must say. Mm-hmm. But luckily, fate was on my side because then I drew from the hat. Mm-hmm. We picked... A Knight's Tale. A Knight's Tale. Oh. <laughs> a Knight's Tale. A Knight's Tale. Starring Heath Ledger. A Knight's Tale, yeah. So we are going to be discussing the movie A Knight's Tale today, and I am so excited. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. We I'm both watched excited. this yesterday, so it is yes. fresh. Super fresh. Wow, what a flick. Mm-hmm. I forgot how much I really enjoyed this movie, and there... I think I spoke about this earlier, but there was like a part of me now watching this movie as well as a little bit of this like nostalgic me back then watching this movie. So there was like a lot of interesting thoughts while watching. A lot of feelings for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. A lot of feelings. I cried at <laughs> least three times. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was, um, I, yeah, cried, I cried once. I'm a crier. Mm-hmm. Like I cry if the commercial's good, I'll, I will cry. You know, I cry at, I, sometimes I just think too hard and I cry. So it's pretty easy to get me. Uh, but yeah, Uh, but it's the, it's the, it's the, I've seen the movie countless times and I still cried three times. You know what I mean? And actually, as I was typing up my notes, I did tear up. I did well up. Yeah. Wow. Not because it was so so well written. (laughs) I am very excited to, to dive in. So, without further ado... Oh my gosh, are we doing it? Do it. Okay, so, A Knight's Tale was released in 2001. One? 2001, yes. Wow. So, I actually don't remember the first time I saw this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's just something that has always been in my personal zeitgeist, I guess. Um, it was directed by Brian Helgeland, who has directed a fair amount of movies no other ones that i've seen Mm. um but they did mystic river salt which had angelina jolie and robin hood which i actually did go to in theaters Mm. 
but I fell asleep pretty, <laughs> pretty early on. It was really long. I love a good public sleep. Oh, <laughs> I am notorious for sleeping at the movies. I, it's cozy. It's dark. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is, I would say by far the standout of his movies that he's directed. I'd say, but, awesome. um, of course, as we already mentioned, Heath Ledger, RIP. Yeah. RIP. I still get. Oh yeah. That wasn't even one of the reasons why I cried. <laughs> That's just, it still hurts. Yeah. Um, he was iconic and he really was for me, like, and for, I'm sure uh, most people, mm -hmm. like one of my, my very first crushes, like the oh, first yeah. twinkle in my eye of, you know. Oh yeah. He, yeah. Stunning. Honestly, talented. Down, like from what I understand, the smile, the limited understanding of what we know he is, who he was as a person yeah. personally, but he seemed down to earth, kind, yeah, um, talented, but also like going through shit. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, he was just super hot. Oh so. god, I wrote so many times. Oh my god, he's so beautiful. <laughs> he's, oh my god, his smile. Oh, oh my god, smile the, though, the, the, hair. the eyes. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, a Knight's Tale is set in 14th century France and England. Uh, we start out on the continent. The movie opens, the screen is dark, and words come on the screen, and it says, in medieval times, a sport arose. Embraced by noble and peasant fans alike, though only noble knights could compete, the sport was jousting. Can I be honest about something? Yeah. When I started this movie, I totally forgot it was about jousting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was like, oh shit, this is the entire premise of the movie. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's a sports movie, Courtney. It's a sport movie. Yeah, we're basically yeah. sports commentators right oh, yeah. now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so we open in a medieval stadium. They're jousting. Uh, and one of the knights is thrown from his horse. Then the screen goes black again. Mm. It's the words come on. For one of these knights, an over the hill former champion, it was the end. But for his peasant squire, William, it was merely the beginning. I love a good text intro. <laughs> Star Wars. Yes. Sets love you it. right up. Sets yeah. you right up. So the knight's body is leaning up against a tree. Mm. William, who is played by Heath Ledger, and Roland, who is played by Mark Addy, who was in Game of Thrones. He was? Yeah, I think so. He was the 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 first king. Oh, right. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The Baratheon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert. Yeah. And I actually always thought that he was Hagrid. When I was little, I thought he was Hagrid. Got, yeah. Bushy, so. British, white guy, Hagrid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're discussing that the knight who has passed has to be back at the tournament right away. And William has cloth stuff stuffed up his nose. Right? They're, like, standing over his body, like, what are we going to do? He's got to be back right away. Like, oh, <laughs> I made a note here that Heath has horrible dreadlocks. <gasps> Me too! Yeah, <laughs> I literally wrote, okay, so I have this thing while I watch movies, where if I see an obvious wig, I have to yell wig. And it was a, so in this movie, it is so very clearly a wig, but it's also just, like, white dreadlocks. And, but it's, like, short on top. It's a mullet. It's a mullet dread wig. Oh, and, yeah. oh, I'm so glad that you said it because I literally wrote that down. I yell wig. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Was, I to your cats? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. You can, you can uh, tell that they're, you know, they're down and out. Mm. So, um, Watt 
approaches, who is played by Alan Tudyk. Tudyk? Honestly, one of my most favorite actors. He's great. Yeah. And I think the character of Watt is really great, too. Oh, yeah. Solid, chaotic, so loyal. And the I wrote down, honestly, one of my favorite things about this movie is the chemistry between the, the ragtag group. Like, the Squires, eventually they have an addition later on, but it's this... You know, this really camaraderie-centered, loving relationship between these three folks right now. Yeah, um, they're family, for sure. Yeah. They're a crew. They're totally a crew. Yeah. Yeah, it's so sweet. So, um, but the character of Watt is a very angry one. Like, yeah. he's... Spitfire. Totally. So he approaches and set, and he's like, you know, what are you guys doing? Sir Ector, who's the name of the knight, um, has to... All he has to do at this point is win one more competition, and he'll have won the whole tournament. Um, the other guys let him know he's dead. Like, and honestly, the best line of the entire movie, and I had to write it down, his spirit is gone, but his stench remains. <laughs> I need to use that far more often <laughs> good. in my yeah. daily life. And uh, Watt is furious because he's starving, right? Yeah. So he immediately just starts kicking the shit out of the corpse, right? <laughs> he's going hard on it, like yeah. so angry about this. Um, the physical comedy is gold. He, he's great. I mean, there's a lot of it, but p- particularly from him, for sure. Yeah. Um, so William decides that he's going to ride in Sir Ector's place. Mm. That's and, a no-no. Yeah. Well, I mean, William's just a Thatcher's son, right? Yeah. So he decides he's going to put on the armor, ride in his place. He has to just win one match. I don't even think he has to win the match. He has to show up for the match and will have won. Yeah. So I don't understand how the scoring works. Again. Yeah. We'll get into how I do not understand how jousting works. The point <laughs> system, I wrote down multiple times. Still don't know what's going I don't, on. Yeah. You know what? I think that's fine. I yeah. think that we'll get by. But yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So all he has to do is show up, right? Yeah. So now the opening credits come on. Yes. And we are hit with We Will Rock You mm-hmm. by Queen. All the peasants are doing the doom, doom, boom, boom, clap. Yeah. Doom, doom, mm-hmm. Um, it's, this is totally a trademark of this movie too. Yeah. Like the modern, the soundtrack, mm-hmm. the Slaps. way oh, it's so good. And just the moments and how they, there are multiple times in this movie where I'm like, fuck yeah. Like the choices are fantastic. It works. And I had to look this up, but it's called an anachronism when you incorporate an element from another time period into um, a story that just does not match whatsoever, but create a huge emphasis. And it just like, it works so hard with that stadium. Again, this very sporty, mm-hmm. yeah. intense blood, like people are bloodthirsty in those so stands. There's, I was, I've got, yeah, there are wenches dancing, <laughs> right? They're up there yeah. getting down. People are getting super pumped up. There yeah. are shirtless guys, you know, drinking beer or ale, I guess, and bumping bellies. And someone was eating a turkey leg. Yes. Which I think is historically inaccurate because Mm. they did not have turkeys in (sighs) Europe. But it might have been a pheasant leg. And I had the attention to detail here. (laughs) I love it. I mean, it seemed a little big for a pheasant. Mm. Humbly. To my knowledge, they didn't have turkeys mm. in Europe in the 14th century. Mm. Uh, I did not know any of that. <laughs> uh, there's this- I'm really interested in like food history. <laughs> and I need to look up definitions of words. <laughs> We're in the stadium. William is about to joust. And Watt and Roland are obviously really stressed. 
about it and they're after him about like what he has to do how he has to win how he can't fall off the horse like blah 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 all this stuff and william uh just steps up and he says i've been waiting my whole life for this moment epic and what says you've been waiting your whole life for sir ector to shit himself to death <laughs> which was one of my favorite moments great line and it's just the look on his face he's like pure Ooh. confusion and disgust so the joust takes place and William takes one right in the face. <laughs> like he gets hit in the face hard. Um, but he wins somehow. This is what makes me think he just had to show up. Yep. I don't know. Um, so he wins the tournament. Huzzah. Great. Uh, they win a gold peacock feather, which they promptly fence. Yeah. And then they split the cash. The other guys want to head home. They want to take off. Go to the I bar, Roland, celebrate. Yeah, Roland wants to go back to England, and Watt is just looking for a belly full of food. Yeah. So they're getting, they're packing up their saddles, they're ready to go, and William has a revelation that they can all be champions. Yeah. So he takes their money back uh, for training and for gear, and they have a whole back and forth argument. The other guys are not down. That no. You know, he's lowborn. There's no way. How could right? we get away with this? It's You're not, like that good mm-hmm. right all all of this uh meanwhile this whole thing is taking place just in front of some hanging dead bodies oh right <laughs> <laughs> just the casual death that surrounds medieval times at all there's like the yeah i think there's two there's like one in a cage yeah. and one just hanging there's like a crow just in the background and i always <laughs> and then one of them is like you want to end up like these guys like you know side note when we're watching these like giant scenes of these you know throws of people watching and these dead bodies just littered around the medieval times must have stunk oh my god high hell oh my god i you know what all accounts say yeah yes you're yeah. correct it even the horrible. nobles stanky there was nowhere to put your shit no nope. there was nowhere to put debt like no just piles yep here there just casual plagues oh, happening gosh. Here, refrigerators there. didn't exist right like toothbrushes bathing I could smell this movie, so, is what I was saying. <laughs> well, and you know what? This movie really, like, as a kid, it was so romantic to me. It really, it really, like, sparked this interest in me and in, you know, history and fantasy and, and stuff like that. And, um, but as an adult now, I can say 100%, thank God that I live now. Like, now that I know what I know, oh, no. No. Because I wouldn't have been Jocelyn. You know what I mean? We'd be the wenches, like, eating the pheasant legs. and If we were lucky, are you kidding me? <laughs> we'd be no. in the cage. Yeah. <laughs> we'd be in the cage. Yeah, exactly. We'd, we'd be witches, for sure. Mm-hmm. We're two um, sexy witches. Thinking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and sexy, of course. <laughs> yeah. With our minds. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so they're having a back and forth, right? Yeah. The guys are not into it. <laughs> and William comes at them with this line. A man can change his stars. Honestly, yeah, chills. Even now, as you say it in the movie, he says it like four or five times, and every times, goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. And I think that eventually that's what gets them. They're like, "Wow, he's yeah. really like convicted." Yeah. Like, okay, what else are we gonna do? Why I not? Right? Him. Roll the dice. Yeah. So the scene changes now, and we get the training montage set to the tune "Lowrider" mm-hmm. by War. Yeah. What do you have to say? Okay. <laughs> I love a training montage yeah. or any kind of montage in general because so much is conveyed. We get character development. We get 
time, the passage of time. We get a few giggles along the way. Well, this is one of the instances in the movie where the physical comedy is that boat scene. Yeah. Okay. So there's the scene where Heath Ledger, William is like on a boat in kind of like this canal and the two are pulling the boat along to mimic being on a horse because homeboy can't, you know, aim worth shit. So they're practicing all these various different ways to help him. And he falls out of the boat, but he's wearing full armor. And oh, so yeah, there's yeah, just yeah. this one scene where they're the two of them are like, oh, he's going to get out eventually. Or like, oh, that was a good run. And he's just drowning. Yeah, and they're not yeah. doing anything yeah. to help. Any it's minute now, he'll be up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. And they're, and just how they're, uh, Watt and Roland are just absolutely exhausted. Like, oh, yeah. they're, cause they're, they are the horse. They yeah. are the compet, like they're, so it's two against one, the fighting drills, like all this, totally. they're ripping around. Yeah. So, uh, they emerge from that, I'm assuming just that single patch of woods <laughs> that they were at, like next to the dead bodies yeah. where they went into for the training montage. Totally. They emerge some months later <laughs> from that patch. Before we move on, though, oh, I have a funny story. Yeah. So, um, this whole, this whole scene, particularly the sword fighting scene reminded me, cause they're using sticks, right? Yeah. Um, so my sister and I, when we were young, um, had a, a brief obsession with, um, medieval times and fencing and uh, sword play. As we all do. And yeah. I must have been like 10. She was like seven or something like that. And we would play this game called On Guard. And on guard was just us whacking each other with sticks, but it would be very formal because we would, you know, hold up our long ass sticks and some, one of us would say on guard and then we would go at it with each other mm-hmm. until one would yield. Um, and that was just the premise of the entire play. Uh, we were just like abusing each other with sticks, but in yeah. a medieval fantasy. And I just really felt connected to that one scene where <laughs> Heath Ledger was just beating the shit out of Alan Tudyk's <laughs> character. I'm like, yeah, yeah been there. Love it. <laughs> That's amazing. Love a good play. <laughs> just, just absolutely going for it. But with, but with ceremony. Of right? course. Pump, the formality yeah. of it. Yeah, for sure. Otherwise, yeah. We're not animals. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so after the training sequence, they emerge from the woods and we see that, thank Christ, <laughs> William has gotten a haircut. Oh, the glow up. I wrote, yeah. dear God, he's so beautiful. That smile. And the hair. <laughs> yeah. So now he has the classic Heath Ledger bob. Ugh. Right. That little shaggy. Love it. Just below the ears. It's like a surfer bob. Ah, oh, so good. Yeah. Sun-kissed. Mm, anyway. Freckles. Okay. <laughs> we need we'll to settle. calm down a little bit. <laughs> um, so they are riding on their way to a tournament. And their path is crossed by a naked Jeffrey Chaucer, mm-hmm. who is played by Paul Bellamy. Mm-hmm. Another great actor. Love it. Fantastic. He's so good in this movie, too. Yeah. Like, just, yeah. Any, and so he's filthy, and he is ass naked. Buck naked. Um, So he just kind of, like, walks past them, and they're like, what? <laughs> like, what are you Stop. doing, right? <laughs> um, When I noted on here, he, like, he steps on something. <laughs> yeah. And then he sucks it out of his toe with his mouth. Like, he steps on, like, a rock or a thistle. Mm. As he's talking to them lifts his toe his filthy ass the flexibility and sucks on it and then like spits out whatever it was medieval times i mean (laughs) yeah i guess life was hard back then you gotta do what you gotta do yeah um so they're following after him and they're asking him like why are you naked what are you doing you know he says he's trudging yeah and he's all very you know poetic with it right because he's chaucer chaucer was a medieval poet Mm -hmm. he wrote like long 
um long poems and prose here and there yeah i, was, I remember having to read him in high school the canterbury tales that's chaucer <gasps> that's chaucer yeah. okay i definitely should have read that yeah. but i can't remember any of it and uh so that's a fun little injection of i historical. love that yeah for sure and he says i'm a writer and then what alan tudyk's character is like a what yeah he's like a writer he's like i don't get it and he's like explaining it and they're just staring at him like what the fuck are you talking about two very right? clear worlds colliding at this moment totally so he uh explains to them that he's a writer and on the list of things that he says that he does or can do is uh forging patents of nobility is mm-hmm. one of the things on the list mm-hmm. and they need that yeah right it's their ticket in essentially to these tournaments so they make a deal that they'll clothe and feed him and then he'll forge the papers for william Honestly, I don't know how they thought they were going to do this without him. <laughs> just freestyle it. Yeah. Just, yeah. The audacity. So, well, I don't know that they understood that they needed papers, right? Because he yeah. tells them, he's like, if you're going there, like, you, oh. you're not getting in without it, right? It just shows, like, their total naive, like, we can do this, this underdog mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. And obviously, this addition to their group, this threesome becoming a foursome, mm. is obviously going to help mm-hmm. their goal. excited yeah for sure so he yeah so he's gonna forge the papers for them and he also joins the team Mm -hmm. as their herald which is basically their hype man right which he is fantastic at yeah so one of the things that i noticed immediately at this point of the movie which is like very circa 2001 was how heavily dominated all of these movies are by like white men like we haven't had obviously a person of color or a woman speak into this point, but it was just so casually the way it was and watching it now, like watching it back. It's like, whoa, yeah, there's just like a bunch of white dudes at this time. And it's, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased in terms of like how more women were incorporated into the story. I was going to say, I will say at least that the women that are present, I really like the characters and they do feel well, two of them, I mean, there are two of them, basically, three, technically. But um, they feel like f- pretty fully fleshed out characters to me. Mo- yeah. But um, I wish they could talk to each other about things that weren't men, but... I don't think they're ever on... Oh, they are on screen together. Yeah, but once. they're talking about dudes. But I just, it was just so very evident, evident to me at this point. I was like, wow, things have shifted in terms of our pop culture and media of incorporating at least a more realistic perspective of life. I didn't mean to get too deep there, but I was just like, huh. I just zoned out staring at your lips. I'm sorry. (laughs) I think I just needed a break. At this point, now we get to the tournament. Mm -hmm. William is just riding around on his horse around the tournament grounds in this city. And from afar, he sees Jocelyn, this absolute Mm. stunning beauty. Angelic. Beautiful. Wearing the most wild hat probably I've ever seen in my life. I don't know. This thing is, and so Jocelyn is played by, um, Shannon. I don't know how to say her last name. Sossaman? Sossaman? Shannon? Sossaman. Sossaman. Yep. Sossaman? That's what it says. And she was in quite a few things around this time. Yeah. She is stunning and a fantastic actress as Mm -hmm. well. Um, so this hat is white and it has Ears? like three points on it. Were they three or two? But it's like it goes out and then it comes to a point at the top. It looks and it's like a white bonnet, but it looks like nunish. Like it looks I'm not sure. 
But she, but she looks great in it, yeah. which blows me away every time. Yeah. She could pull anything off. <laughs> yeah. I, like, and she, her character is very fashion too, right? Like, oh, mm-hmm. the costume department hits it out of the park with mm-hmm. specifically her character. Yes. And it's this really neat blend of early 2000s. Yes. Medieval, but really neat textures and silhouettes mm-hmm. and fabrics. It's just really, she stands out. And, um, the hair. Oh my God. She looks like a Skechers ad from like 2001 with that like massive, like spiky, the different color pops. Oh, so good for sure. Yeah. But that's not all that she's about. No, she's sassy. And every line that comes out of her mouth is solid. She's very intelligent. She is very free spirited. She loves poetry. She's well read and she knows that she's stuck. I think that's the, 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 the highlight of her is she just knows that she is an intelligent capable woman and stuck in this world where everything she does has to be approved or directed by either a man or a father figure or some person with authority but she plays the part well where she she snaps back when she needs to she casually manipulates in order to get out of trouble here and there but i just really loved her character um and, and like the the sass, like it's oh refreshing, yeah, totally yeah. So Will sees Jocelyn from afar. At this point, we don't know her name. We're not going to know her name for a long time. So they do this cat and mouse thing around, right? Like she, he's following her. She pops out over here. You know, it's in and out, whatever. And he follows her, and then finally he approaches her, and he's riding on his horse still, and he's asking her, he's badgering her, basically. And the right? best pickup line of all time. Would you speak to me? <laughs> so aggressive. It's like, whoa, dude. That is something I love about Will's character, too, though, <laughs> yeah. is that he's just, he's so, like, passionate. Unfiltered. And unfiltered. Like, he just, he's got a poet's heart, but he mm-hmm. can't, he's dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, he really is, right? Lacking so, experience, I love we'll it. say. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, he approaches her and uh, is trying to get her to tell her his name, and she's being, you know, there's a witty like banter. back and forth, whatever. And then she tells him to call her a fox. Yep. And then, yeah, because he rides his horse fully into the church and he's getting like ushered out. Yeah, right. That's a no, no. And then he yells after her that she's his foxy lady. Right. So, which is so good. So good. Yeah. Teehee modern language in a medieval time movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we find out now that Chaucer has a gambling problem. Oh, yeah. And that's why he was naked when they all met him. Yeah. So he has been gambling at this tournament. Um, some thugs approach Will and say that, yeah, your man said that you were going to pay up. And it's mm-hmm. a huge amount that he's owing. They've taken his clothes. Will's like, well, what, what are you going to do if I don't pay? And they basically say they're going to cut him up. Cut him up. Right. Um, so he can learn about his sin or whatever. And Chaucer has this really human moment of like pleading please. with him, please help me. And you know, I have a problem. Heath is gonna. Like, yeah, because William's he's a gonna... fucking hero. He's yeah. a good guy. I'm a knight. He says that a lot. <laughs> Does like, say a that. lot. It's <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> he, in his heart, yeah, he's a knight for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he, he's saying like, well, we don't have that money. Um, but we will have it because he believes in himself so hard. He's going to win this tournament. Oh yeah. So the people let him go, let Chaucer mm-hmm. go. And Will goes on a winning streak to the soundtrack of taking care of business by Bachman Turner overdrive. <laughs> Again, another awesome scene setting mm-hmm. con 
contextual song. Like, it's brilliant. Yeah, so he's he's kicking ass in the swords hand-to-hand. Yeah. Right? Um, that's his thing. That's what he's the best at. Yeah. So he basically blows through all that, pretty much wins it, but the, there's still the jousting part of the tournament. Um, and his armor is fucked up. Like it's, It wasn't great to begin with because it's secondhand. It was old. It wasn't made for him. It's busted. Bulky, heavy. Yeah. So... Uh, he goes down, they go down to where all the blacksmiths are and they don't have any money, right? Mm-hmm. Because the tournament's not over. Um, he hasn't won anything. So none of the blacksmiths are going to do anything for him. Fair enough. Right. I mean, <laughs> they're like, no, you don't have. So all these blacksmiths are like, no, no, no. Mm. One of them's like, well, maybe you can see over there. Like maybe she'll help you out. So there's this one female blacksmith on the other side none of the other guys are set up around her it's very clear it's a joke a joke like she can't help you Mm -hmm. she's not as good as us totally woman yeah for sure which is fair to me no i'm just kidding (laughs) what excuse me (laughs) yeah so (laughs) let me defend this blacksmith lady okay (laughs) yeah the tone of this show totally changes completely changes yeah so um this blacksmith her name is kate played by laura fraser i did not know her name i just called her blacksmith the entire time the lady blacksmith kate yes and (laughs) so she's over there working away um she also doesn't want to help them and then they kind of reverse psychology her (laughs) into it because they're like well they said that you you know you it wouldn't be worth it anyway kind of thing casual manipulation but to be fair like it was clever like they got her to it do works, it. Yeah. 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 So they manipulate her into helping them. Fixing his armor. Right? Taking care of it. Yeah. So now jousting is gonna happen. Mm. So we cut to Jocelyn, who is also like she's highborn, right? So yeah. she is always sitting like in a box, in like a royal I don't know what degree of royal she is, but like she's not like she's on a padded seat with security, right? Yeah. She's courtside. Yeah so at the lakers game (laughs) sports um so yeah we cut to jocelyn and she's watching a joust with her girlfriend Um, and we're introduced to count adamar the villain dressed in all black of course looking evil as hell i don't think i've seen this man this actor who you're gonna reveal the name i don't think i've seen him in anything other than being a villain yeah he's always a bad guy typecasted like he's a cheater yeah he's the devil. God ulterior motive. Yeah, yeah, totally. Is it the eyes? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's like the the dark broody um and just the way that he has this like natural air of arrogance to him like in everything I've seen. I him wonder in. if it really is natural or if that's just like acting. he's so good acting. Acting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um so Count Adamar played by Rufus Su- Sewell. I don't know. I love Butcher. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Dark curly hair these Big eyes, yeah. heavily lidded, yeah. square jaw, rudy, kind of like nose He's hair. handsome. Yeah. Yeah. But like in a bad for you kind of way. Oh, the girl, let him go. Yeah. <laughs> kind of way. Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> he is mansplaining jousting to Jocelyn. Yeah. Right. And she's not, she doesn't give a shit. She doesn't care. She's no, just here. She's like not even looking at him. Yeah. She's like. Why are you talking at me? Right she now? sees right through him. Yeah. And as she's looking through him, she sees Will. Mm-hmm. And Will is w- approaching her, walking up, and he asks Chaucer, Paul Bellamy, 
um, for advice on what to say to her, right? And Chaucer gives him a pretty good line, uh, which I didn't write down, but I remember that it was good. Honestly, I didn't write it down either. And I was like, I hope she wrote it down because no. I do not remember no. this. It's, it's just some line about like, you're, you know, beautiful yeah. is the sky or something like that, right? Insert really into that. Quirky line here. And, uh, she loves it. Oh, she's eating it up. <laughs> but, but like in a coy like, way. Mm? Yeah. Um, but Adamar, Adamar, Adamar. <laughs> Adamar. Adamar. Oh, I listened to it all day yesterday. <laughs> he hates it. He's not into it. Uh-uh. Like, he's like, this guy's coming for my chick, right? Yeah. Um, and so he just starts to bully Will. Immediately. Immediately. Oh, I, that's what I was going to say before when we were talking about Chaucer forging the papers. Mm. His name is Ulrich von Lichtenstein. And I wrote down my new porn name. <laughs> we have <laughs> Lichtenstein is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I was going to say something else about those papers. It's that his, That's his name. name. Ulrich von Lichtenstein. So good. Of Gelderland, which is a real place. Really? It's a province in the Netherlands. Yeah. So they were on track with fudging a little bit of the details, yeah. but enough to get away with it. Yeah. Because I, as a growing up, I always thought Gelderland was make-believe? Fake. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> so uncultured swine we are anyway so he's going as ulrich and ulrich. yeah adamar just is bullying him about his name and his armor being old mm-hmm. like just like being so petty and rude just to put him down to be like i'm better than this guy but you can tell jocelyn's like looking at him like Mm-mm. this is gross like why yeah right not working for her no not into it and he's just like breathing down her neck <laughs> yeah <laughs> so gross so the competition's herald introduces his knight in a boring way, yeah. right? The old, uh, the old way. Yeah. Um, and Chaucer gets his moment to shine and absolutely changes the game in the way that he hypes up William. What did he say? May I introduce? It is my pride. It is my privilege. Nay, it's my pleasure. Mm-hmm. I need this man in my life mm-hmm. to get me out of bed. For real. He, he's like climbing around. Yeah. Just weaving a tail. Mm-hmm. What did he say? He's the, uh, that he was like rescuing virgins in Italy. All bullshit, but yeah. so and like good. so telling this story about how heroic he is and yeah. how amazing he is. And at first, everyone's like, "What the hell is going on?" Yeah, what is this guy talking about? This new new guy on the block. We don't know who he is, but he but he got everyone so wrapped in the story. Yeah, which shows great storyteller. Gonna go down in history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> changes the game, as I said. Everyone's hooked. They love it. Mm. Um, Jocelyn and Adamar are watching, watching Will joust with somebody else, right? Somebody says, oh, he's fearless. And Jocelyn's like, what, why is he fearless? And they explain that the way that his armor is, his helmet, there's the slit in the helmet. Most people would look away, Mm -hmm. um, but he doesn't because he keeps his, and she goes, she's like, he keeps his eyes on the target. Yeah. Eye on the prize. She's so eye on the prize. Exactly. So he's fearless. This mystery man. I, eyes are on the target, even with the risk of your eye getting poked out. Mm-hmm. Um, the knight he's competing against is injured. And they meet in the middle and they're chatting. And he asks him to let him finish the joust. He's never not finished. He can't finish. Like, he, he cannot. But he's like, don't make me be embarrassed. Like, can we just do this last one? I'll fold or whatever. But for for appearances, right? William agrees to do it and shows mercy, mm-hmm. right? Which Respect, like really. Respectful, you know, he's like, of course. And Adamar thinks it's weak, right? 
But Jocelyn is thirsting hard. Yeah. It's a really interesting take on toxic masculinity when they would perceive this person's clear respect for someone's wishes <laughs> as a sign of weakness. I just found that really, that, that, that to me was heroic. Like that was a really respectful, uh, and, and like a clear sign on William's part of his character. Um, so the next day William's going up against Adamar and Adamar has never lost. King shit. Uh, Jocelyn's maiden approaches Will and gives him a token to wear from her. Mm. It's like a scarf, mm -hmm. right? And at this point, tells him her name. He was very excited about that. Yeah. Ulrook, aka William, uh, is winning. He's just winning. Yeah. But with his no style approach, his shitty clothes, all this stuff, right, that Adamar hates about him, it doesn't matter. He's winning. Yeah. And, <laughs> Adamar is not having it, and he hits him so hard in the head that his helmet flies off mm -hmm. and sends William straight into a flashback. <laughs> yeah, like, whoa, movie yeah. magic time. So he has this flashback of being little with his dad at a tournament uh, where little William says that he wants to be a knight, and he's standing on top of someone in a pillory, which is that medieval stocks. Right? Yeah, where you, it's like a torture humiliation thing where they put your head in your hands, lock, lock them. Yeah. Um, so he's like sitting on top of the thing with the yeah. guy inside. Um, and this guy in the pillory, it's like, you're being, you're in jail, dude. Like you're yeah. being publicly humiliated right now. Pipe down. <laughs> but he goes, uh, oh, a Thatcher's son, a knight, like, yeah, right. And then he says, you may as well try to change the stars. Origin story. Right mm -hmm. here. Right now. It's happening. So young William asks his dad if a man can really change his stars. And his dad says, yes, William. If he believes enough, a man can do anything. No more a truer statement has ever been said. <laughs> a man <laughs> can do anything yeah. if he believes it. Yeah. Jocelyn's just sitting in the crowd being like, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so back in present day, William is laid out badly on his horse, but he has not been dehorsed or, yeah, dehorsed. That sounds so gross for some reason. Yeah. So, <laughs> as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, mm. it's getting dewormed. Yeah. Like, no, that's no, what no. I'm thinking of. Okay. The horse taken out of his, yeah. Yeah. So no, he's still on the horse. <laughs> ah! Um, and, but Adamar won. So in this competition, William did still win. He won the sword fighting but the jousting is the big the big ticket, money right adamar won it and william hates that yeah like william isn't as petty as adamar but mm -hmm. almost honestly like the way that this man gets under his skin yeah is crazy to me he was like really affected water off a duck's back bro and it's like at this moment the story kind of shifts a little bit because it's no longer about winning jousting mm -hmm. getting the money it's like i need to beat Adamar. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. things have shifted now. Yeah. Definitely. So the crew, they were going to bounce right away after the tournament. Right. Right. And not stick around for the after party. Um, because they're on their way to another tournament and William didn't want to get bullied anymore no. by Adamar. Gotta go do he, business. He was over it. But Jocelyn's maiden approaches and asks what color William's tunic's going to be at the banquet <laughs> so that she can match him. Yeah. And Roland is like talking to her and behind her is the tent mm -hmm. and he's like staring at the tent he's going <laughs> it's green with a lighter green and wooden toggles like yeah. which is what the tent is made of right and the maiden's like great cool okay awesome bye <laughs> so 
William's stoked he's going to go to the dance, but he doesn't know how to dance. Oh, this whole scene is so wholesome. Super cute. So, um, first of all, Roland's in the corner sewing a tunic out of a tent. Amazing. Which is incredible. He's skilled. He's multi-talented. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Chaucer and Watt are trying to teach William how to dance. Chaucer's, like, keeping time. It's and, not looking good. No, and Watt is supposed to be like the girl right like let him lead in this and watts very short temper temper gets the best of him and he hits they end up fighting yeah they're fighting and it it, it's not going well and then kate comes in and actually teaches them how to dance and it's very cute because they're all dancing like the other guys didn't need to keep dancing no it's very sweet (laughs) yeah it's 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 a moment where you get to really see the friendship again you get to see the wholesome nature of all of these really lovely people just wanting to be the like the the underdogs like this is an underdog scene and you kind of forget about the competition you kind of forget about all and it's just like these people having fun with the hopes of like this success in love for William. And I think that's really sweet. Totally. They're like real, real friends right? Yeah. in his corner for sure. So at the party, Will is flirting with Jocelyn mm-hmm. and Adamar calls him out in front of everybody. <laughs> what a dick. And he's like, what a prick. And when I say calls him out, like he's across the room <laughs> and he's like, shouts from shouts the banquet table. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. He's like stuffing grapes in his mouth. Oh, like, you, you show us the dance from your homeland. Yeah, exactly. So he asks him prick. to do a dance from his homeland and everyone's like, yeah, come on. Yeah. And so he has to just start winging it. Mm. Right. He's freestyling. He's failing. Everyone's laughing at him. And Jocelyn, she she's definitely a ride or die. But it's so funny because she just comes up and she's just so graceful. And I'm I'm rolling my shoulders back right now. She just comes up and claps, claps once. And then everyone magically knows the dance. Movie. Okay. I wrote down (laughs) movie fucking magic right here. I love dance scenes. A, because I can't dance to save my life. Yeah. B, like the fact that everyone just immediately knows the whole thing is so good. So funny. So good. And Adamar is seething in the corner. He's like, oh, my plan is backfired. (laughs) My plan to what? Humiliate. So petty, not he. Um, no, no, so no. the music also slowly changes from medieval oh. flute to Golden Years by David Bowie, which is amazing. One of a favorite of mine for yeah. sure. So and it gets good. groovy. Like they're given it. Years. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. So and like everybody's having fun. Jocelyn and William are clearly like in the zone. This is the first mm-hmm. time that they've actually had a time to like spent like they're spending any time beyond like little flirty Mm -hmm. things here and there they're Mm -hmm. actually getting a chance to be a little bit themselves which Mm -hmm. is really sweet for sure and adamar can't fucking stand it and Mm -hmm. he he leaves yeah i'm assuming to plot (laughs) so we slip into a short montage of the lady blacksmith kate working Mm -hmm. hard on new armor for will Mm -hmm. and in this montage she invents the nike checkmark and the way that I spit my water out when I saw that, I was like, I totally forgot about this. Yeah. And it's the Nike symbol, but double and inverted. So it's like yeah. very clearly, obviously Nike, but not Nike. Yeah. yeah. So good. And how also she's using like the hugest, <laughs> uh, what would you even call that? To like, cause so like she's got like hammer. a chisel and a yeah, hammer chisel. Yeah. to, to make this hammer this symbol but the piece she's using is as big as my arm yeah like it's massive the props department (laughs) they really shit the bed on that one because it is so ridiculous like the end of it yeah is 
like a centimeter. Yeah. But as a kid watching this, yeah, my little 10 year old heart was just like, ah, I think I was actually like 11. I'm 12? like, this is based yeah. on true story, right? Right. Like, this is Nike... where Nike came from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my God. So we're at another tournament. They're yeah. just, yeah. Traveling around. They're cleaning up, really. For sure. So Will walks into the tournament and everyone's laughing at him because of his new armor. Mm -hmm. Because it's light, it's slick, he can move in it. People are like, what is that? He's gonna get a toy armor. Totally. Um, so at the new tournament, they find out that the knight Colville, who was the knight, the last tournament that Will had mercy on, Mm -hmm. that he was let finish the joust, they find out that he is a prince. The <laughs> prince. The prince. Edward, the black prince of Wales, and he's going to be the future king of England. Adamar's about to joust Colville. Colville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And Adamar withdraws because his, like, second in command not. was just like, oh, no, 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 it's the prince, the prince, the prince. Don't Can't do, do it, it. Don't do it. So everyone is withdrawing. Yeah. Right? Um, nobody wants to accidentally kill the prince. That would be horrible. Yeah. Right? Or injure him in any way. Right. Uh, or compete against him. Um, and everyone is telling Will to withdraw. Like, you can't do this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Will can see, like, Edward just wants to play. Oh. Right? And he's looking at him. He's like, I'm in disguise. He's in disguise. Like, we're both kind of the same. He knows the stakes. He signed up. He wants to do totally. it. Totally. And it's his choice to put himself at risk like that, right? Yeah. So he doesn't listen to a thing anybody has to say, which is a theme mm. for Will. I'm a knight. And he just go for, goes for it, right? Yeah. Um. They and him and Colville have a nice conversation, yeah, about not quitting, mm-hmm. right? And Colville's like, You know who I am, right? And he and, and William's like, like, Yeah, yeah, and I don't, I could care less, like, right? Um, so at this point, Ulrich will wins the tournament and he wins a gold horn. I found all the prizes so interesting. There was like mm. a, a horn, the horse, the horse, the feather. It's like so, here's useless. a trinket, you want yeah, a trinket? totally. Jocelyn approaches William about what he's going to wear to the banquet after this tournament. Mm -hmm. And he is in a mood because he didn't get to fight Adamar. And he totally snaps on her, which was really embarrassing. And I felt like, and the way he was snapping at her too, he's like, all you care about is like clothes. He called her a silly little girl. And this is where, this is my bone to pick. This is Mm. where my opinion of William starts to shift a little bit. Because I'm seeing this very like underdog, go-getter, honest, earnest, respectful, honorable. And he has this like hissy fit at her. And clearly she was just like, hi, you did great. We had that wonderful dance the other day. Also, can we talk about the fact that she is traveling around the countryside? Right. Following him. Like just for a chance to, you know, say hi. Like... It, what does he think she does have, has nothing better to do? I mean, probably, like, probably not, but rude, really rude. rude. And he like flips on her and, mm-hmm. uh, this becomes a little bit of a, a theme where he is hot and cold, hot and cold. And we'll get into it. But I just had a moment. I was like, damn, you need to settle the fuck down. She handled it really well. Yeah. I thought, um, but it was, yeah, it was gross. Yeah. It was so uncalled for. And like, why, are, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, relax. It's not all about you, actually. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, but it is. You know what I mean? Like, his world revolves really around him. Everyone that's close to him, their entire objective is to ensuring that he is successful. To prop him up. And he's treating her that way. And she is not into it. Mm -mm. Fair enough. Yeah. He can't. The whole movie's a pissing contest at this point now. For sure. These two guys are just, like, trying to take each other down. No matter the cost. 
so at a tournament in Bordeaux, they find out that Adamar has been called back to fight in a war and he's not going to be there. Mm. And he's probably not going to be there for the whole season because it's war. We flash to Adamar. It's mm. like he's in a war camp. Yeah. It's night. It's like rainy, I think. It's like it's dreary, whatever. And his squire or his his, his herald, herald right approaches and he's got a fat stack of paper that's like all the tournament results yeah so it's been time right months or at least a month yeah and at the top of each one it's ulrich 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 like he's winning them all mm-hmm. and he gets so mad he just slams a dagger like into this through the stack of paper on this desk um he's so pissed and all i can think about is that he's at literal war <laughs> again these people's priorities, these dudes' priorities are like, I need to take this guy out. <laughs> you are fighting a war, sir. Yeah. Like, your life is on the line. <laughs> it's crazy. And all he cares about is these tournaments. Yeah. And that Ulrich is winning. And it's like, you're not even there. Yeah. Back with William, he asks Chaucer to transcribe a letter to Jocelyn for him. Oh, the love letter. And he's doing a bad job. So the group all sits together and everyone adds a piece to this letter in a like going around talking about their own broken hearts and you know things they would say or their loved ones would say to them and it's really sweet right and so genuinely lovely and it's another really beautiful bonding moment with the group right yeah. showing all of them they do have lives and they have experienced pain and, and stuff like that um and william just stealing all their quotes <laughs> and then so he tries to sign off as william and then he gets corrected mm. like uh you mean Ul- ulrich right and he gets this look in his face like he's really realizing for the first time how deep he is in he's like bro oh, like i am totally living a lie there's so much on the line which i can imagine for someone like william would be difficult because honor and honesty and like this this knighthood at it, this point such he a contrast. is ulrich right yeah. like really like he's will but like he's he really is believing this narrative that he is a knight yeah right and uh but she's yeah. not <laughs> which he's technically not yeah no. also like he's never done night stuff aside no. from tournaments right no. like i think the the whole war scene was implying like this is what knights do when yeah. Adamar's out there doing his thing and it's this really boyish <laughs> childish perspective of knighthood that william so has. at the end when he gets knighted he's just getting drafted like <laughs> <laughs> like all right you got your wish you're a knight yeah. get on the front lines buddy it's so funny i immediately thought drafted into football like because oh. it's such <laughs> no. a sports movie and i'm yeah. like oh no no drafted is in the military yeah. gotcha 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 yeah but the the whole scene with them writing the letter was just it, again like a really lovely pause in the middle of you know his moody hissy fits and the pissing contest so it's like oh yeah this is a, also a movie about friendship yeah um so the scene changes and we're at a tournament in paris where a herald is trying to do what chaucer does and failing. Failing. Yeah. He doesn't have the riz. So they see... No. Is that is that what that, that term know. is what called? What is that? I think it's like swagger. Yeah. Razzmatazz? Razzmatazz. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I don't know. They get to this tournament and they realize that Adamar is not enrolled in the tournament. Uh, Watt gets back from... He had taken the letter to Jocelyn. Mm-hmm. And he tells Will, guess what? She's coming to Paris. Because in it, in the love letter, he's also apologizing for being a dick, which, right. And she falls for it. She's super into it. And, uh, Watt has to, then he kisses Will 
on the mouth because on behalf of, on behalf of Jocelyn. <laughs> that was the token that she had sent. So Great scene. Will's very excited about that. What? Not, Not so, so much. much. <laughs> no. No. Um, so the crew is in a tavern and they bet all their money against some Frenchmen that, uh, Ulrich's gonna win the tournament. Um, <laughs> Will meets Jocelyn in another church and she is demanding poetry. Well, that letter said yeah. a bar. She literally says, I demand poetry. <laughs> and girl, I get it. And he's like, I'm not ready. <laughs> and she's like, I'm give it spot. to me now. Yeah. So <laughs> he starts talking about her tits, right? Like yeah. he's doing a horrible job or like his love is like the flanks of a horse or something like that. He's fumbling. Mm. He's shitting the bed. He's doing a horrible job. Um, and she tells him in order to prove his love to her that he needs to lose the tournament because he is so obsessed with winning. Yeah. Right. Which is like, what a move to pull like that power dynamic that she was just so quickly flipped because he was doing it again. I'm flipping on you. I'm hot. I'm cold. And when it's not working out in his favor, he has a little bit of hissy fit. And well, she said before too, like every man in every tournament is saying that they're going to win it for me, but none of them are there for me. Ooh, and then he drops right? that line. And then he's like, I'm going to win this for you. And she's like, go fuck yourself. Like, go lose for me. Yeah. If you really care, because that's what they all say, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they're fully fighting in this church, right? Yeah. Um, he, he's not going to, he's like, I'm not going to lose. She's like, you better lose. And then this priest runs up and he shushes her only. Oh, and she, she's like, do not shush me and spare him. Be gone. And he Bolts. be gone. Yeah. <laughs> he runs away. She, and that was so, so amazing too. So strong. Yeah. And so true. Like, cause he goes quiet woman. Right. Yeah. It's you. That's the problem. And meanwhile, Will is also shouting. They're both shouting. Yeah. And I just love to, as it's getting heated, there's all, people in the background. They're all just like, what the oh, fuck is going on? Like, yeah. What are these people? Yeah. Oh my God. They're so dramatic. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he, he says he absolutely will not lose because he's a knight. Mm. And she says then he doesn't love her. Right. Mm. So she really lays down the law like that, which I love <laughs> in this really toxic, like hot, cold way. <laughs> yeah. I was just watching this. I'm like, oh, my God, what mm. is going on mm. this? It's honestly hilarious because I at the before we started the movie, I saw Heath Ledger and I was like, oh, my God, baby, how old are you? He's 21 when he films this. Are you fucking 21? And so when I realized that 21 watching them have this like Whoa. ridiculous dramatic fight i'm like oh no this tracks like oh no no i remember this oh yeah that's me now i'm like oh my god rolling my eyes but 21 year old me i'm like oh my god the romance so tired that's so funny 21 wow yeah he was grown though like if i see a 21 year old on the street i'm not looking at them as like someone yeah they're a baby right um maybe it's I don't know, but maybe it's movie magic because totally. he does not, Mm-mm. he looks young, but like when I said 21, when I looked it up, I was like, yeah. what? But I was also like eight the first time I saw it. So, so he was a man. He's yeah. always been a man. Always and forever. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this man has passed. Deep respect. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Like I said, I still, I remember reading that like oh, in the newspaper. The punch. <laughs> At the tournament, uh, William, just stands there like he he says he's not gonna lose and then at the last minute he's like no i'm gonna lose mm. and he he gets the shit beat out of him he like takes he it. takes he takes a 
beating and jocelyn is staring at him like oh he loves me she gets up and like leans against the pillar (laughs) he loves me there's a whole mini montage of him just taking hit after hit (laughs) and her like moving around on this pillar oh oh. (laughs) yeah fanning herself totally clutching this pole oh it's a lot and i don't know that she even really realized what that would entail him having to lose like no like really um and the team is fucking choked right because they bet all of their money all of their money and will doesn't know this Mm -mm. no and that's it's another thing too because like chaucer he hasn't been gambling and then in this one it's like he's won so much they just feel like it's a sure thing you know these people are they're cocky and he kind of ropes the other guys into it and they've never really done that before and Mm. then he's losing on purpose and it's like yeah (laughs) oh shit (laughs) the stakes though those stakes are a little high which ups the ante on this whole scene of him taking it because they're losing everything too and he doesn't even know about that part right yeah so halfway through the tournament jocelyn's maiden shows up and tells william that if he loves her he will win the tournament (laughs) this back and forth shit i swear to god we're also at the point yeah we're at the point too where he cannot lose a single match at this point yeah it's so far it's so deep in the game that he has to now win every single thing right so he does yeah (laughs) (laughs) why would we have even doubted it yeah so and it really it doesn't even talk about it it just cuts to chaucer collecting money in the pub from the french guys and Mm. they're not happy about that in the night jocelyn comes to william's tent and chaucer has one of the best lines again Mm -hmm. bed him well my lady which equals to fuck him good (laughs) oh my god courtney (laughs) fuck him good yeah so finally yeah she goes to his bed she climbs in there he's laying in bed he is black and blue he's Mm. covered in bruises down yeah she tells him that her maiden said that sometimes his varlets which i guess are like roland and what whatever call him william right because she knows him as ulrich she's a smart lady too right like she's noticing he's not like the other nights right (laughs) i'm not like the other night (laughs) i'm a cool night yeah i'm one of the cool girls um so he confirms it he just tells her yeah uh, and props like he's done he doesn't want to do it anymore well and also she's into it yeah, she doesn't want to be with a knight. You know or, what I mean? Yeah, like nobles a, a noble. Yeah, totally. So she just smiles and climbs on top, wounding him further. Yes. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> wounding him more. Uh, but she makes it better, I'm yeah. sure. So she says that his name doesn't matter to her, right? Mm-hmm. And they hook up. So, yeah. hooray. Very happy. They have great kissing chemistry. <laughs> that, like you know when you see actors like making out yeah. and it's just so painfully awkward and dry and clunky they sometimes were you're like hot. is that what kissing looks like right they were devouring each yeah other. i was into it oh my god like even Ugh. like you know puberty courtney was just like ah i really like this scene <laughs> <laughs> where you just get so silent and just so still oh boy oh, oh my, my. Yeah. these really hot people are sucking face <laughs> I think I was doing that. I was home alone and I was like, <laughs> my hands are so sweaty. <laughs> Does anyone see that I'm blushing? So it cuts to them crossing the English Channel. Ooh. They're going back to England, baby. They're going home. There's some heavy stuff there, right? They're totally. all reckoning with. They go over like, how many years has it been since you've been here? And William's like, 12. Yeah. So William's been away from home the longest. Yeah. Um, And he has a flashback. 
another flashback another flashback to him as a kid when he was leaving home so his dad sent him to be an apprentice for seven years with sir ector who was the knight who died in the beginning really yeah oh full circle yeah put that together yeah oh that's sad (laughs) yeah so he was supposed to be under his care for seven years ended up being 12 or 11 i guess so he takes him across to go meet with him and be the apprentice and at this time too we see young roland who's already in the man's care yeah right? it's really sweet a little backstory for him yeah and william after being dropped off he runs after his dad who got back on the ferry and he tells him he's scared that he won't know the way home like he mm. won't know how to get home and his dad just says that he just needs to follow his feet these this movie has great one-liners but it feels like they kind of beat you over the head with it a little bit it's cam- like it's over the top it's camp yeah. it's like it really leans in again with like this very overt storytelling. So it goes back there on the ferry. They see London in the distance. And the boys are back in town. Starts playing. That's by Thin Izzy. Again. The boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. It's, it's so perfect because it's a heavy scene. And then all of a sudden again, you're hit. Boom. And modern it's like song. That boom. Yeah. It's so good. Like when that just kicks in and it's the flyover of like old school london it's business time like it's It's, this is the we're in the big leagues leagues now honey because it is the world championship yes they're home and they're ready to kick ass yep yeah it's very exciting and as they're walking in there it's a gauntlet they're in a parade the guys are their faces are painted they're holding flags and the crowd is fucking crazy they are hungry for violence and you can (laughs) see too as they're walking like the crew roland watt kate like you can see that they're proud and they've had they've come so far yeah you can just see especially i think with roland like the kind of the way that he's walking and the look on his face like they're they're really carrying themselves with pride yeah they've really made it you know and coming back to a place where they all started this is home and like the way that they're coming back is so unimaginable yeah so incredible fantastical yeah almost as if it's a lie <laughs> um as they're riding in william sees a kid standing on a pillory mm. and he has a flashback of himself movie magic it's just <gasps> it's me thumbs up to right. the to the past kid of self yeah gives him a little <laughs> in sync that was great amazing so yeah this crowd is huge right chaucer approaches the group and tells william that adamar is there <gasps> And it's, then immediately Adamar rides up. <laughs> He's here. He's here. He's behind you right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Adamar rides right up and they do some shit talking, right? It's been a long time. They've got beef. It's been simmering. Um, Adamar tells William that he's negotiating with Jocelyn's father about her being his bride. Talks a lot about how he's going to get her to shut up and like break her like a horse Trophy, and like all this blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. It, was, it was a barf moment. And another rank. Like, yeah, this is the villain. Yeah. Um, Adamar watches William joust with somebody else. And he asked the person next to him how they would like, how would you beat him? Mm. And the guy says on a horse, he's unbeatable. Like, this guy, there's no way. And that sets him, him off. In a way, he's just like, I'm going to find a way. Yeah, totally. He's like, he's been plotting. He's been scheming. He's been like, but he just keeps coming back and he can't, you know. Now he's like, nah, you know. This is I'm it. Done. This is, I'm going to take him down. Mm-hmm. One way or another. It's pouring down rain. 
And William is riding his horse through the streets in Cheapside mm-hmm. and approaches a little girl who recognizes him and sees, she says he's her favorite knight, which, okay, it's the 14th century. <laughs> you do not recognize him. <laughs> he just came to London. No. You have no idea what the fuck this guy looks like. No. So. But it's the movies. Right. It's Hollywood. I had a bone to pick. That bothered me, though. <laughs> You're just, like, this doesn't track. So he tells her that he was born in Cheapside. And just immediately reveals a secret. <laughs> to this <laughs> random kid. Like, who knows what she's going to do with that. Whatever. And he asks her if she remembers a, na- a man named John Thatcher, his dad, who might have died before she was burned. And she's before she was born. Before she's burned. Before she's burned. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, he lives around the corner. Yeah, he's just right there. <laughs> he's like right there. Um, but she also lets him know that he's blind. Right. His dad is blind. So William goes to the apartment and his dad is inside working on a net, um, just fondling it. Doing his best. Yeah. Uh, William approaches and his dad hears someone's there, right? Mm-hmm. And looks around and he asks, who are you? And William says, a knight. And that his name is Ulrich. Um, the dad says that he hears the name being chanted from the stadium and mm-hmm. asks what business he has there. I know. This is when I cry. This is, <laughs> this is one of the times that I cry. Yeah. Yep. And William says that he has word of his son. And John gets super stoked, like, mm. And he asks him to come inside and ask him if his son's alive. Mm. And William says yes. And the dad is just like, <gasps> like visibly affected, like, oh, my God, you know. Yeah. And William says he wanted you to know that he changed his stars after all. <gasps> A goosebumps. And I have it in my notes. The dad starts crying and I'm crying. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote old man tears. Courtney tears. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm crying at this point. Yeah. I am cheesy. It hits me, the stars, and all to be that. fair, this is also a scene where you really get to see that Heath Ledger is a really good actor. Like, of course, he's throwing hissy fits and jousting and joking around most of the movie, but this scene, you see his like earnest hurt mm. and like this like love he has for his father that really drove him to, you know, shoot for the stars. Really. Yeah, and then we get hit. This is back-to-back. They are sucker-punching us because immediately after he drops this, the dad stands up and he asks, has he followed his feet? Has he found his way home at last? Which is like the feet-to-foot thing. Yeah, and then you're just... Oh, yeah. Right. Um, William says yes. The dad reaches out. They like he touches his face and, and they hug and they just embrace and they're crying in each other's arms, which I love to see. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So it flashes forward like a couple hours or whatever. It's still pouring rain outside. They're laughing. They're catching up. Chit-chatting. Chit-chatting. And so a Thatcher is someone who like fixed roofs, right? Or builds roofs. Mm-hmm. And he obviously can't do it anymore because he's blind. So there's a pretty serious leak in the roof. And William's like, oh, well, I'm a Thatcher. So he goes to climb out the window. Spider-Man style. <laughs> to fix the leak on the roof. Yeah. And the camera pans down across the street Standing under an awning, staring daggers up at this house, is Adamar. Sneaky snake. Creeping hard. He found his way to he take him down. Just He's absolutely seething, too. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. But also, like, that seething where it's like, I got you, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm going to expose you. Totally. Um, the next day, William's getting his armor fitted, and he he's just, he's elated, right? He's so excited. He's talking about his dad. You know, he's just like, won't stop talking about mm-hmm. about it and how he thought he was dead. And of course he wasn't. He's so strong and whatever. And Chaucer and Jocelyn come up together and they're very somber. They approach the group and they're 
really somber. And they tell him that Adamar followed him and blew up his secret. Mm-hmm. Right? Exposed. He's been exposed. Doxed. <laughs> and he's about to be arrested. Yeah. So Jocelyn tells him he has to run. And, like, you got to go. You got to run. And she says, I'll run with you. Mm-hmm. I love you. Where you go, I'll go. Mm-hmm. I would rather be poor and in love and with you. Like, all this. And uh, he says he's not fucking running because he's a knight. I'm a knight. He has a full-blown hissy fit here. Like, mm-hmm. he has, like, this inflated sense of, like, this is the right thing to do. And I had a moment where That's I was like, wild. dude, you are a glorified linebacker. In the medieval times with a stick. You need to settle the fuck down. Well, that's what I was saying before, where it's like, he he hasn't done anything. No, it's this idea of knighthood that he's attracted to. Yeah. I mean, the coin is great, and you want to make a better life for your family and yourself. Sure. Totally. But, like, yeah, there's this weird, like, moral compass thing that's guiding. But also tainted, because it's like, I need to win. I need to beat this guy. That's also knighthood. So when I say moral compass, I mean ego, I guess. (laughs) It's the ego that's guiding him. He can't quit. He can't. No, he can't give it up. Because in the end, he just, he's like, he. I'm right, you know, that kind of. And, I mean, again, he, he is being constantly reassured that he is right mm-hmm. um so she's begging him to run and just like a man too <laughs> he turns to the other men and asks for their opinion yep first right what would you do what would you do well he she's please run 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 and then he turns he's like god hey guys what do you think i should do right yeah Which is so like when a guy doesn't believe you and then like confirms with a man <laughs> Whatever. So they're all like, you need to run. Like, go. Like, record scratch. Yeah. No, she's right, dude. You need to go. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And he screams at everybody. And he's like, no. I will not run. I am a knight. Yeah. So he's not running. So then they all come walking out in slow-mo. The amount of slow-mo in this movie, I made a note of it. Slow-motion horses. Slow-motion walking. Slow-motion everything. Excellent tool, I think. And in the final scene we're getting to the most slow motion i think i've ever seen Mm. like the horses oh my god i'm gonna get a shot of the nostril i'm gonna get a shot of the (laughs) the knight's like the horse nostril yeah yeah yeah. just like okay we get it it's stirrup it's big (laughs) great device that's awesome so uh he's told he's gonna be arrested he says he's there to compete and then he gets arrested yeah right surprise um adamar comes into the jail cell and he's super cop cocky and he just starts beating the shit out of him it's nothing like and, beating the shit out of an unarmed man and this is his he's his tagline which has come up a couple times so far in the movie we haven't talked about it yet but he's like punches him and he's like you've been weighed mm. and then like a you know an elbow you've been measured and you have been found wanting that's like his favorite that's his, it's his dig mm-hmm. like that is his finisher so he's just beating him up saying that <laughs> and then he leaves uh, William is put in a pillory. <gasps> Another full circle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Surrounded by people. Mm. Uh, huge, huge crowd. Oh, they're hungry for Ooh-hoo. it. Which is really interesting yeah. how quick they flipped on him. I mean, classic though. People yeah. like that, you know. People love to burst. watch other people burn Oof. and like crash. Yeah. And also, the scene really highlights how much I love extras because there's just like the clear extra who's just like standing there blank faced, uh-huh. and then the others who are just like, rah, rah, rah. oh like, my god, extras that go hard, hard are my favorite. So good. There's one. There's one extra. My favorite extra ever is in. Isn't it's a dancer in Greece? 
<laughs> I can just picture it. And he is usually wearing like a green shirt anyway. It doesn't like I'm maybe we'll do Greece one day, but this man goes so hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know his name. I don't know who he is. I don't know if he's ever been in anything else. But it he steals the show. It's so funny. It was his so, big break. Oh my god, yeah. So that's one of my favorite things too. Yeah. Just like extras going hard. A large group of them in particular. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> So a little kid comes in, slaps him. Wild. Just on the face. Boom. Right. And then the crew comes out, Roland, Watt, Kate. And their kid's got her, like, her blacksmithing equipment, her yeah, picks and stuff. Sticks. And they're, like, trying to protect him, right, from this huge crowd, which is another beautiful thing. And then Chaucer, who always can manipulate people with his voice was speaking yeah he, he comes out and he's screaming for everyone to listen listen to me and nobody's listening and he's got tears in his eyes and uh we're really you know it's something's about to break something's about to pop so but i just think that's a really powerful moment too i think honestly that my favorite part of this movie is is the friendship story because this was also a moment where tears were coming up and i was like god they are so loyal they are so fiercely willing to go down with him despite disagreeing with him you are all going to get stoned to death right now yeah, by this that's what's mob. Lo- what it's looking like for sure <laughs> like and that kid is going to be the first one to throw punches <laughs> like it's crazy. let me at him so men in black cloaks approach and there's that kind of feeling of like, is he about to be executed? Like, yeah. What's going on? And then the man in the black cloak, one of them unveils his hood and it's the prince. <gasps> the crowd gasps. Oh my God. <gasps> it's the prince. I was wondering, what's he doing? Totally. Um, so the prince demands that he be released and yeah. he tells everyone that Williams descended from an ancient royal line, which I'm sure is not true. A bullshit. <laughs> Um, and, but he can say whatever he wants. I know. And then he knights him right there. Just like, get down up. on your knees. Mm. But there's still kind of that moment of like, is he about to get his head cut off, right? <laughs> yeah. At, at the end, um, they're all like, oh, oh, William's like having a moment because he's finally <laughs> obtained his dream. And I'd be like, can I get at this in writing, please? Because this is great, but mm. I, I'm going to compete and I'm going to need that patent. The, <laughs> the patent. I just had this moment where I was like, the King Hottie is now, uh, William's sponsor, basically. Totally. <laughs> he just, yeah. signed a big and deal best friend yeah that's what i'm saying that's what i was saying earlier like can't and he's getting he gets drafted like yeah. right now it's like all right he wants it that bad okay so adamar being foiled again mm. um has gotten a false top for his lance to put <gasps> on, and so that it'll break easily and underneath yeah. is a very sharp metal point two pricks um, am i right <laughs> Will looks out into the crowd and he doesn't see Jocelyn and Jocelyn's maiden's like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> Does a little shrug. She's like, Meh. she's an independent lady. She does what she wants. She's moved on. Um, and at this point, all of the heralds are trying to get the Chaucer method down. Oh, right. They're all they're copycatting. Totally. But it was actually quite cute when Aldemar's herald was getting the crowd all riled up. And I'm like rooting for him at this point being like, I, buddy, yeah. you're doing great. You're he, slaying. He's not a bad guy. No. No, I like Adamar's herald a lot, yeah. actually. And he totally is on their side. Oh, yeah. 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 So he's trying and he's like, yes, like, you know, doing a decent job. Yeah. yeah. Super cute. Adamar, I wrote, Adamar's evil ass is trying to kill William. Ugh. We just won't quit. He's like, he's like, you know what? At this point, like, I'm gonna thinly veil <laughs> this murder. Yeah. Right. So Adamar, they joust. Adamar hits William in right in the shoulder, hard. Yeah. And his lance breaks, and it goes in, 
And then Will makes Roland rip this huge piece of wood mm-hmm. out of his arm. At that point, I'm like, isn't that holding the blood in? Like, wouldn't you want to keep leave that it shit in? in? First of all, <laughs> PSA, yeah. if you are stabbed, <laughs> leave it in. First aid tells us to not remove now this is, the foreign device. It's acting as a cork. Yeah. And you take that thing out. And your blood is going to be everywhere. Leave it in. Which it wasn't. And I wrote this in my notes. There was just like a drip. And I'm like, no, no, no. That's hit something. There'd be spurting blood everywhere. It was huge. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) The inaccuracies, really. digress. He's not forfeiting. No. He's gotten this far. He's going out. He makes Roland, yeah, rip this thing out of his shoulder. And him and Adamar have a stare down. Mm. Adamar is so smug. Oh, he's like, I got this guy. And Will is like, steam coming out of his nostrils. Mm. So fired up. Yeah. This is it. Uh, Will can't hold his lance up. No. So he gets hard, hit hard again. And Adamar comes and taunts him. Mm-hmm. Like, ju- he's just Little like, shit talking. he's like, and again, what world would you ever beat me? Like, you're such a piece of shit. Salt in the wound, really. Chaucer comes up and says that Jocelyn's there with his dad. <gasps> she was going to get his Dad. Yeah. And oh. then Will looks at Adamar and he's like, let's dance. Which I love. <gasps> oh, goosebumps. Yeah. So William has to take off his armor because he can't breathe with it on, which right. is a bad sign. Uh, he makes Watt tie the lance to his arm because he can't hold it. It's not looking great. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, uh, the only way that he can win at this point is if he unhorses not dehorses, <laughs> unhorses, I've written down. He has to fall off the horse. <laughs> he has to unhorse Adamar or kill him at this point if he wants to win. So he's like, no armor, lance tied to his body, like, yeah. It's a Hail Mary. And again, I love these underdog stories where it is all or nothing. It is Hail Mary, go for it. You're rooting for him. He's like, we know that he's going to do this. I'm not rooting for Adamar. Oh, no, no. imagine. No, I know. I know what you're saying. (laughs) I'm just saying that the the other side of that is rooting for Adamar. Can you imagine? I'm sure there are people out there that yeah. watch Villain yeah. Stance for sure. <laughs> Love it. Um, so as they're like taking his clothes off and doing whatever, Chaucer buys them time with an introduction that only he can deliver. And he is climbing all over the throne, like standing on the king's hands. It's so, such a blatant, <laughs> like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm here. Let's do this. Yeah. He's a born performer for sure. And everyone's freaking out, right? And Watt says to William, that's your name, Will. Sir William Thatcher. Do you hear it? Your father heard that. Oh. And I'm crying again. That's another- <laughs> <laughs> Nothing gets me like a proud dad. Yeah. I can't. Oh. <laughs> Just crying in the stands. Yeah. So they face off. Will, in slow motion, screams his own name. William! <laughs> Get a super duper slow-mo shot of all of that. Oh, which is, I, I almost died when I saw that. His own name, he screams yeah. at him. Okay. It tracks. He loves himself. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a knight! <laughs> the screen goes dark and we see Adamar on the ground with no helmet and he's <laughs> breathing shallowly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Watt appears over him and says, you've been weighed. Oh, yeah. Sweet, sweet yeah. justice. Then Roland pops up. You have been measured. Kate gets, and you absolutely. Yeah, come on. I know. And then Chaucer have been found wanting. So Adamar's just laying there looking around like super Ooh, dazed. What's doy. going on? Then Will pops in 
And he says, uh, welcome to the new world. God save you if it is right that he should do so. And then it shows Adamar slow-mo. Mm-hmm. Absolutely flying off his horse. <laughs> dehorsed. Dehorsed. Epically dehorsed. Oh, my gosh. He flip, backflips. It's super intense. The crowd goes wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, his dad looks to the sky and smiles. Yeah. Jocelyn's like, he won. He won. Even Adamar's Herald is clapping. Which I love, right? Mm-hmm. The slow clap coming from the villain's side guy. Yeah. I'm like, love it. Yeah. And Jocelyn ditches Will's dad and runs down <laughs> him. The poor blind man's yeah. just like, I guess I'll wait here. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. And uh, they kiss hard in front of everyone. Hard. 360. Oh, yeah. The camera pans Ooh. around. Yeah. You Shook Me All Night Long by ACDC oh. starts playing. The camera pans up to the Orion constellation and the credits roll. Ugh. The end. I feel like I went deeper into detail with that movie than I had wanted to. But, but I, I felt like every single thing was so important to the plot. Of course. It built the story. And I just, I, I think I did see this in the theaters. And I remember it like fading to black. And, you know, occasionally there's clapping. People were like wooting and yelling, being like, woo! Because it was just such an epic finish, um, yeah. The the vibe afterward was just like celebratory. You're kind of ignoring the fact that these twenty year olds were mind fucking each other this whole movie. But hey, he won. I <laughs> do not see them being together forever. No, no, no. That no. does not feel like it's gonna last to me. I wish them the best. I love how we're like. I mean, it's <laughs> the 14th century, so. Yeah, one of them's going to catch the plague and die, yeah. let's be honest. I'd like to well, do. I have a question. Do yeah. you still love it? Like, does that hold Ooh. up for you? Well, there is a part of me that thought, oh, the romance, loved the the highs and the lows. You know, 30-year-old me is like, I don't have time for this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, in the sense of, like, the relationship. I love the friendship. And I don't think that was apparent to me at the when I watched no. it originally. Mm-mm. I love the camaraderie, the loyalty, the jokes, the the silliness of the, the five of them. Um, and uh, obviously this movie does not pass the Bechdel test for me either. I, I, I think nostalgia says, yes, I love it. But I could probably go another decade and not watch it. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. I think that's what I'm sitting with. I think five years for me. <laughs> Is that how we're going to rank these? I will watch it in 10 <laughs> no. years. No, I think we should wa- uh, rate it out of lances. Ooh, slow out motion of, lances. Out of 10? <laughs> yes. Okay. 10 lances. I'm going to go for a solid seven. Seven? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say eight. Okay. I love this movie. I am slightly younger than you. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I don't rem- I don't remember a world where this movie doesn't really exist. Mm-hmm. Like I was two thousand one. Yeah, I was nine, ten. So you know what I mean. Like it just it hits deeper in that corner for yeah. me. I think, um, and I I just love it. Like I I understand everything that you say about like you know the women and the and that stuff. I totally agree with yeah but i'm like also grateful for for the crumbs of like good female characters and for the time i think mm. it was massive to have yeah. this character jocelyn have mm-hmm. such uh, an adamant voice yeah and you know kate didn't get a whole lot but she definitely represented you know all of the women out there who are constantly overlooked or undervalued 
in their skills. And I think if this were to be redone, it wouldn't have the same magic for sure. No. Um, and I think it's a seven out of 10 lances with an honorable slow motion horse nostril mm-hmm. <laughs> for Heath Ledger because yeah. he, he made that movie. Like He's that was a star. Yeah. So great. Yeah. Um, who was your favorite character? Can I say that, like, the, the group? Like, the friendship? Was no. my favorite character? Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, <laughs> my favorite character's friendship. <laughs> no, Courtney, grow up. Okay, fine. I think I liked, uh, oh, fuck. I think Chaucer. Yeah. Yeah. For me too. Yeah. Paul Bellamy. Incredible. Incredible. Mm-hmm. So good. Like, I can't even just go watch it. It's the charisma, I think, of the yeah, character. So charismatic. Um, are we gonna choose my movie now? <gasps> Holy shit! I you forgot. totally forgot. We need to get the hats. I'm like, okay, I'm done. Okay, I have news about the hats. What? Prob came home at 7 a.m. I remember last weekend. Yeah. And he came in to just sleep in the spare room, so he didn't disturb me. Saw his caps on the table. Yeah. Thought he'd just put one on. <laughs> so he put it on dumped them everywhere oh my goodness i know and then i was like you have to go through these and find all the ones that have my writing on them yeah, because because you can't see mine. i can't look at them that's the that's the point well i think that he just got rid of it so that, that is absolutely hilarious poor so prop okay so you pick so no you pick do i pick yeah okay. what are you talking about it's your pick okay ah! so we are now about to pick the movie for next time's episode um it is mm. courtney's pick because i got to pick last time we have a selection in a hat i'm shaking them okay she's gonna pick i am so excited for really this yes are we gonna reveal it you're gonna show me oh okay here show it to me <laughs> oh my gosh i have never seen that you movie. haven't no oh my this is a this is a cornerstone Courtney oh childhood moment. i'm excited though because i remember people were really into that movie and I felt like I missed something. Like, I just never, it was just when I didn't have and I never got to see. I'm so excited. Oh. Okay, so this is the first time. Well, it's the second movie, mm-hmm. obviously, but where one person has not seen it. Yeah. Ooh. And I, I felt like that was going to be pretty rare. Yeah. And it's I'm happening excited. already. I'm very excited. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, thank you very much for listening. Yeah, sticking in there. We hope you enjoyed. Um, If you did enjoy, please take the time to like and subscribe. Mm-hmm. We're working on socials at this time. Yeah. Leave and a review yeah. if it's nice. I'm sensitive, so be nice. And <laughs> yeah, come along for the next one. Oh my gosh. Okay. okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.